world is becoming more unglued by the day. Local consequences are now showing up. We are seeing sky-high gas prices, higher food prices, shortages, and more. How should you respond? Go to redpills.tv slash patriot. That's R-E-D-P-I-L-L-S dot TV slash patriot. And secure your long-term emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. My Patriot Supply is by far the largest preparedness company in America. They're in stock and shipping quickly in unmarked boxes to your door. Their emergency food supplies last up to 25 years in storage. When you need it, it'll be there. Lunches, dinners, drinks, and snacks totaling over 2,000 calories a day. Get free shipping on any order over $99. Again, go to redpills.tv slash patriot. The global financial system is on the verge of collapse. Here in the United States of America, we have rising inflation, rising cost of goods and services from gas to food. We have supply chain disruptions. And we have the incompetent presidency of the United States of America running the U.S. dollar into the ground by debasing it, by radicalized spending and printing. There is only one thing in this world right now that is a worthy investment that has been the hedge for inflation year after year. Guys, that's gold and silver. Look, I invest in gold and silver, and there's no reason why you should not either. My buddy, Dr. Kirk Elliott, is an economist and financial advisor, and he is amazing at what he does by helping you get your 401ks, your IRAs, or just helping you purchase gold and silver bullion. You can give him a call at 720-605-3900, or go to getgoldtoday.com and let him know that Josh from the Red Pill Project sent you. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to everybody's favorite new show on the Red Pill Project. This is Morning Coffee with Vince and Andrea. My name is Vince Taglavia. This is Andrea, my partner in truth. We host this little show on the Red Pill Project in the morning, every day, Monday through Friday, 8.30 a.m. Pacific, and we go over the morning news and events of the day. Uh, maybe it's the afternoon or evening where you are. If so, welcome. Everybody's welcome. Just make sure you've got your coffee to stay alert, stay awake during these times because the commies are here. They're here. They're in full force. <laughs> and uh, we need to stay diligent, know what the hell's going on, prepare for the worst, hope for the best, keep our friends and family informed along the way, and uh, have fun while the world collapses, most importantly. Uh, Andrea, good morning. How are you? I'm well. How are you? I'm okay. I'm doing all right. Not yet. It's been kind of a, it's just been one of those weeks. You know, um, Summer on our platform uh, posed a question the other day asking everybody how they were doing, right? Mm -hmm. And it seems like a lot of people are just kind of feeling like they're living in this jello again. And I feel the mm -hmm. same way. I'm tired. I can't yeah. sleep. I'm restless. I just have no energy. I have no ambition no motivation it's just like it's yeah rough right now i don't know it's and it's not anything that you know is any one thing in particular right it's just kind of i don't know i think it's maybe all these everything suckers yeah. you know i made it a point to last night i'm like all right tomorrow i'm 
you know, I'm going to spend more time exercising. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. I feel like maybe if I exert myself a little more, I'll have more energy throughout the day. But I feel the same way. It's just like I have to fight for this energy to get yeah. any shit done. And I have a lot of shit to do. I'm moving right. two shows a day. All stuff on the back end of what you see here at the Red Pill Project. Research, reading, just preparing for Saturday show. Everything. It's like so much shit to do. Um, oh, I know. And you got to dig deep for that energy. But uh, there's little things we could do in order to increase that. But holy crap, is it tough. And then to find the motivation is tough too. Which this show i have to say and spending my mornings with you definitely helps me get oh, shit going it does me too it's uh, kind of my pick me up for the morning time and stuff and i i enjoy being here and i enjoy doing this and i just wish that we had better news to deliver to people <laughs> one day maybe someday we will it's, yeah hopefully but it is tough you know right now so for all of you that are feeling like that you're not alone in all of this um we're all feeling it and you know, that's the, the beauty of the social red pill is that um, people can go on there. They're like-minded people. We, I mean, we do have disagreements and people have different opinions about stuff. Um, but it's a good place to just go and feel safe on social media without with knowing that you're not going to be attacked. And, um, you know, find out how people are feeling and stuff. People are really open and they share lots of information. And it's just a great place to go to you know, kind of feel safe when it comes to normal. Like you're not alone in all this. You know, you go on Twitter, you go on Facebook, you see all this crap and it just gets your anxiety levels elevated and you go to the social red pill and it's not like that. Yeah. Um, If if I have a Facebook, unfortunately. Yeah. And I'll go on there and browse like local groups, see what's happening around town and this kind of thing. (laughs) Or uh, I use their marketplace once in a while, too. Um, a couple friends might message me. Whatever, right? Little things like this. Uh, share the show. And I go in, like, the local group, and it's people bitching about stupid shit around town. Yeah. But, okay. I mean, it's a lot of retired folk. Okay, I get that. That's fine, but... A lot of times it's political and it's always left-leaning because all the people that are on the opposition have been banned and or they don't go on anymore. It's just like a lefty festival. I'm like yeah. resisting. I don't comment on shit. I don't make start arguments or anything because um, mm-hmm. to me it's just wasted energy. And But it is depressing it's like i get on there i read a couple things i look at the comments and i'm just like shut it off i'm pissed i'm like what the fuck and i like do not respond do not i go respond (laughs) i don't i do the same thing i don't comment on people's things i go on there (laughs) just enough to i scroll through i like a couple of posts and i go on there and i share a couple of sayings that are you know motivational or whatever and that's about it just enough to make it so that facebook doesn't kick me off right oh and that's it that's all i do and there's one good thing that i get out of these um groups and whatnot Mm -hmm. i have been curating and collecting all of the terrible leftist memes so one of these days andrea and i are gonna get together make a comp uh a compilation of all of our shitty lefty memes that aren't actually funny or memes at all 
and share them with all of you guys maybe on one Friday a uh, special Friday episode or something or a bonus yeah. episode or I don't know maybe maybe something a bonus like. episode just for the app I don't know something cool I don't know but we'll figure it they're freaking hilarious because they're not hilarious <laughs> I was gonna say they're funny because they're not funny <laughs> yeah precisely uh, yeah, I know. Friday can't come soon enough. This week just feels like it's dragging. It feels like it should be Friday, but it's only Wednesday. I know. And look, everybody's got their ass up today. Got Lori. We got M fans over there on Rumble. Even Pillow's I... waking up. Joshua, Tree, welcome. Nice. Um, yeah, people are saying there's no notice on Facebook again, but I posted on there, so I don't know why it wouldn't show up. Uh, thank you, Eric. Grandma Revolt. Grits, uh, princess, everybody. Uh, Facebook, no, no, uh, no notification on Facebook. Yeah, I don't know. That's weird because I posted it on there. Um, unless it. Let me check. Something went wonky, which is possible. I'm streaming on Facebook, and there's people watching, so. Uh, yeah. Maybe I'm being in... censored. Uh, possible. Not sure, you guys. But looks yeah, like everything's in order. I would guess maybe they're just censoring us. I, yeah, that would be my guess. Because I, um, I did post a notification on there, so it should be there. But who knows? Facebook doesn't always like everything that we do. So No, I think they're listening. Yeah. Which is why um, yeah, people are saying they didn't get notified. I don't know. That's crazy. Yeah, I just checked that. I didn't get a notification either. Weird. I posted it on there. Those sons of guns. Yeah. Yesterday I did not. I will admit that I had life got crazy for me, um, and I didn't yeah. post it on there because I didn't have time. I ran out of time. It happens. It happens. And today is only, oh my gosh, July twentieth, twenty twenty two. A lot of twos today. Right. Um. We're just trucking on forward. We are going to start here today, this morning here for us, with some financial news. Not much. We're keeping it light. Just letting you know what's happening this week in finance and where we currently stand real quick. I think Kramer rung the bell today is what I heard. Oh, um, so we can expect everything to drop by 30 basis or 30 points? Is that what it, what it, what it yeah, is? Expect a sl the slow decline to continue. <laughs> Kramer, what a cursed, cursed propagandist. So let's look real quick at the markets. All right. Doo -doo -doo. Uh, the markets are up this morning after uh, yesterday, a big up day. Um, gold is at 1,706. It's down 0.25%. Silver is up slightly at $18.78 and Bitcoin is at 24,135 up 5.85%. Wow, Bitcoin 24,000. Wow. It's climbing, but you know, don't don't be deceived. It's very volatile, so be careful. Um, yeah. and of course, this, this they put okay, um let me get out of this. I'll I'll get back to that in a second. Um, what do we have for this week in finance? Um, a lot of U.S. economic data uh, this week. Um, we got some housing data. Uh, housing data came out yesterday and building permits, and we talked about that. We talked about how single-family homes permits are going down while multi-family units are going up. 
They're like, this is great news for the economy, everybody. The Great Reset <laughs> is in full force. Right. And we want to teach everyone how to be super gay, just like us. Uh, which is no problem, but it's a weird thing to be teaching. Anyway. Um, <laughs> and they want children so, to have access to sex changes. So, so. Yeah. Um, children are so smart and capable and, you know, <laughs> able to make decisions, life-changing decisions like that, you know. Uh, we should let them vote, too. <laughs> and buy assault rifles. That was like... Was I'm joking. Of, that was sort of by, like, South Parky... South Parky, uh... Like Mr. Garrison kind of accent uh, or impression. <laughs> um, okay, look, I'll just say this though. Um, of course, we love everybody. We're just making fun in light of the craziness in our world, which is absolutely absurd. So, uh, welcome all walks of life. Anyway, jobless claims tomorrow. Uh, today we have existing home sales. Jobless claims tomorrow probably will be ugly. Today will probably be ugly. Uh, Philly Fed Manufacturing Index on Thursday, the Manufacturing PMA, PMI Friday, and Services PMI Friday. So uh, they're just trying to keep the market up as these this data looms at the end of the week. And um, so the U.S. home prices hit another peak in June. However, home sales fell for the fifth straight month. Yep. Home sales fell for the fifth straight month, but they're still expensive as hell. There's a disconnect there, isn't there? There is, 100%. I think I read that they have, the home sales are the lowest they've been since 2000. Hmm. Wow. Very, very interesting. It's been, um, yeah, we've been, you know, we've talked about it before here and that, that giant bubble that we're in, that economic bubble, the super bubble is what the economists were calling it, and it's going to pop. Yeah, and and it's going to be across the board. It's not just housing we're talking about, folks. This is everything, especially um, energy. Gosh, yeah. They're really screwing us on energy. Um, I think I was reading that Biden just released or opened up the tap on more of our uh, reserves for our oil. Um, putting us at sending levels. them overseas again. <laughs> yeah, putting us at levels that we haven't seen since the 20th century further into the 20th century well and he's not he's not you gotta remember too that he's not putting those reserve barrels into the u.s no those are getting shipped to china and europe and other places around the world um and it's meant for us and he keeps canceling leases and he won't let anybody open up new leases and they're shutting it down so yeah they this is an, the absolute destruction of the United States of America. That's really the bottom is. line. It's and like, it's intentional. Don't they want to win the war? Don't they want to win the war? They're like positioning themselves to fucking lose the war. I think they it, absolutely want to lose it. the war. It's so crazy. Yeah. They're like, we're going to lose and then we'll just let we'll just let the um, the wonderful globalist leaders take the lead. <laughs> We've already handed over power anyway, except we just haven't told you guys on paper yet. Yeah. Oh, my God. Pretty much. That's how I feel. That's how it looks. Uh, um, exactly how it looks. I mean, if it walks like a duck and it talks like a duck, it ain't, it's not a raccoon. Heck, no. I know a raccoon. I know a coon when I see one. Right. <clears throat> no notification. Karen, I don't know what the problem is. It's very odd, but I'm glad you found us. Good morning. 
Yeah, good morning. Maybe we're censored. Please share this, everybody. Please share. Yeah, I have a feeling we must be censored because I did put the I did put it out there this morning on Facebook. So, and I made sure I was on the right account. So it did get posted on the social or on the Red Pill <laughs> Facebook account. It well, wasn't mine. I promise. Well, thanks for checking. I've done that before, though. You know, this is why we stream on so many platforms. We don't know if we'll be on Facebook tomorrow. We don't know if you know what the heck's going to happen so we have to have all our bases covered so you guys could find us if you guys want to make sure you can keep in touch with us one great way to do that is to go to redpills.tv and put your email address in you'll get an email monday through friday and saturday uh one email a day just telling you the show that's going to be on that night and some of our sponsors and any special events or announcements that we need to make we could send directly to you. And in the event where we need to get in touch with you and say, hey, we're over here, or hey, here's our new website, or whatever it may be, let you know, hey, we're no longer on Facebook, or anything like this, right. which happens all the time. It happens with Twitch. It happens with Twitter. It happens with um, what else have we been banned from? All kinds of stuff. Uh, YouTube. Right, YouTube. <laughs> Multiple times. <laughs> then uh, we can get in touch with you. So just go to redpills.tv and you'll see a pop-up, put your email in, and you'll be able to keep in touch with us and uh, get your daily dose and get your morning coffee, get your Friday fringe, and get your think on Makes on Saturday think. on Makes You Think. So join yeah. us there real quick, you guys. Thank you so much um, to Black Jester 101 who donated two ice cream over on DLive. Thank you for your support. We appreciate that. And yeah. then Left Maryland gifted us a can. Thank you, Left Maryland. Nice. We appreciate it. We do. We Everybody, appreciate all welcome. Make sure, please, get your coffee. This is very important. Uh, Left Maryland also donated a dollar over there on um, Rumble. Nice. She said, they say, uh, the events are ramping up. Look at yes. Hoover Dam. More info. Oh, I know. Hoover Dam, that for those of you crazy. who didn't hear, exploded. Well, not the whole dam, but they had an explosion at the bottom portion of the dam. Yeah. Um, kind of on the side with some of the infrastructure. Uh, yeah. components and apparently I read there was a leak and then a fire sparked and combusted and a tourist caught a video of it. I haven't heard any more information. You know, it seems like I remember is they, and I don't remember how long ago it was, but I remember reading at one point that they wanted to take the Hoover Dam out. Um, Which is, did you know it's a ritualistic site? I did. I just I just found out about that. Um, but they were wanting to take that dam out because mm-hmm. it impedes the fish. Oh, the fish, right. Uh, you know, and I mean they've got fish ladders and stuff like that, but you know, that's not good enough. You know, we gotta cut off power to millions of people because of fish. But we're not really sure if they're talking about fish anymore, if they're talking about bees too, because bees are fish, remember, in California. Oh, yeah, bees are fish. True. So Maybe the bees can't, I, I don't know. They can't swim through the dam, so we gotta take it down. <laughs> they're just. It's just silly, you know, and that's the thing is that this isn't just a. They're trying to actively destroy our infrastructure as well. They want this to be a third world country because people who have no money um, are much more easily controlled than. You're so right. You know yeah. what? When I go out and and the commie Washington, when Washington's in full commie mode, like a lot of your states, and they're like, excuse me, sir, you can't be in here unless you're fully masked and fully jabbed. And I'm like ignoring them or saying no thank you or whatever. I, it doesn't, I'll say I'm exempt or whatever. 
no, sir, you have to. And it's like, sometimes I'll get kicked out of a place. Um, not now, but I used to get kicked out of places. They'd be like, not today, sir, you can't participate here. Uh, this is my impression of a Washingtonian. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds about right, so I'm... And, <laughs> and I, I, I'm pretty much fucked. Same thing, like... <clears throat> but if you have money... You could just say, fuck off. Do you know who I am? Fuck off. And they'll be like, we're going to fine you a lot of money. And you'd be like, go ahead. fucking find me. I'll have my lawyers contact you ASAP. I don't give a shit. And they leave yeah. you alone. Rich people don't have to follow these rules. You walk around. You walk around like nothing's going to bother you. You have just this thing about you. I don't know. You have an expensive watch on. You have a fucking guy with a suit with you. Whatever it might be. You have a nice-ass car. They're not going to fuck with you because you have money, you have status, and they don't want to get in trouble. It's the stupidest psychological bullshit ever. So walk around like you're rich and you'll have a lot more privileges than those poor peasants do. Us poor peasants. Uh, we might have some wealthy people listening and they'll, they'll confirm if this is correct. Be like, yeah, I can do whatever you I know, want. You know, it's the one – I remember my dad telling me that when I was a kid. You know, he's like, when you when you become an adult, he's like, you walk around and you hold your head high like you've got all the money in the world. He goes, I don't care how poor you are. Yeah. He goes, if people think you have money, you'll be treated as if you have money. That's right. So true. So fake it. Who cares? You know exactly. what? We are all extremely valuable, and I think we don't give ourselves – the credit we deserve yeah but when people are starving and they're hungry and they're cold and they're sick they're much easier to control than people who aren't all of those things you know when people are healthy and happy and you know they don't have a care in the world and they're not starving and they have you know plenty of heat and they're able to take care of themselves they're like fuck off government yeah you know we don't need you but when when yeah, what's happening I, when people are hungry and they're cold and they're tired and they're sick and they're all these things. And they're poor and they're told and they're you're going to get fined if you don't obey. And they're told you can't go buy your loaf of bread today at Walmart because people are like, oh my gosh, when it comes to, and that, and that's what we saw throughout this whole thing. Coercion. Get you after you don't have a job. And people are going to have to have a job, so I got to take this job. They didn't want it. They I, were forced into taking it because fuck. it was a difference of a lot of people looked at it from the standpoint of, well, I got to feed my family. A lot of I got to people... pay my bills. I got to pay my mortgage. I give props out to some people, man. Like, I don't have to worry about kids or anything. And my life got turned upside down. I lost my decade-long career and all this because I didn't want to comply and other reasons. But a lot of people went through that and still are going through that. And it's fucking crazy. But a lot of people got coerced into complying, which is incredibly sad and terrible, but it was a conversation we had in my house, you know, with yeah. my husband's job, you know, and I was like, if they require it, if they're going to force you to get it, then no, you're just not going to have a job. Like that wasn't an option for us. Exactly. You know, but it is tough because it's like, well, how are you going to pay your bills? Right. You figure it out. You figure it out. So. It's scary. Fortunately, but, you know, we did have to go through that somehow we figure shit out keep on moving but, sure. uh, i wanted to mention this one last thing on the economy um the economy's going has been going up for two days after just a downward spiral this year and look at the type of fake news that we see 
being propagated in the markets. Uh, what corporate America is really saying about the economy? Right. They're like, oh, it's great. It's fantastic. <laughs> Be like, you might have heard the economy shit, but this is what corporate America is really saying about the economy. Um, they say things like, um, Netflix users are leaving, but these streams are seeing big gains. So whatever, they're keeping people into the markets. Um, right. Oh, they actually. And, and people are doing so well that they're able to afford Teslas. Yeah, Jim Cramer. These stocks are down, but not out. Jim Cramer says to buy the dip. Fuck you, Jim Cramer. Yeah. Um, two strong buy stocks that are too cheap to ignore. Yep. Come on, get out of town. They are, right. They are just propaganda machines. Well, and then you see tech stocks surge when Elon Musk is going through this Twitter thing, and you've got a court cases on big tech collusion against the government with the government and stuff. You got all this stuff coming out regarding big tech and those lines, and all of a sudden tech stocks are surging. Baloney. I'm going to call bullshit on that. If they're uh, if I'm, they're surging, then it's because they're being inflated. Yeah. Totally. It's just the liquidity thing. They're pumping, 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 pumping. Um, and it's not going to last long. Watch the end of the week be red. Watch, watch, watch. Friday is going to be a red, bloody mess, metaphorically. I think you're probably right. And that's what it seems to do. It goes up for a couple of days. It seems like bad news comes out, the stock market goes up, and then it goes back down because they're trying to steal our wealth. And so they pump money into the markets um, to get buyer sentiment or investor sentiment up so that people will be like, oh, it's going up. This bad news doesn't matter. Sheeple. (laughs) The market is ripe with sheep. Uh, Silver. Um, I was reading about silver this morning and something interesting. Let me see if I could find it real quick. Somebody was... Um, I know there was an article on Zero Hedge about silver. It says, what's happening with silver or something along those there's lines. There's a lot of short positions on silver, and I just think it's an interesting prospect. Mm-hmm. Of course, you know, it's hard to find information with just on the fly like this, but short positions are high, and... Um, it's kind of like what Kirk Elliott talks about. The potential for silver is huge. So with all this market stuff happening and all this, really, my interests are either really short-term trades that I could get in and out of really quickly that are high risk, like uh, options trading, and then buying gold and silver because they, they retain their value. The price is artificially kept extremely low right now, so you could get these... Uh, you know, silver ounces for like 20 bucks, 21, 22 bucks, um, just a little bit above spot. And, um, and that's the way to go, in my opinion, to diversify what we have. Of course, I'm so poor. I got to focus on just buying food and surviving this what's to come. But, uh, I used to trade, I used to trade every day. Um, so if you're interested in silver and gold or just talking to a professional uh, to see what you could do about your um, 401ks or anything like that, talk to 
Dr. Kirk Elliott. Uh, you could go to getgoldtoday.com and reach out to them. Um, and that helps decentralized media here at the Red Pill Project as well as helps you get an idea of what you could do with your financial situation as well. Yeah. So check out getgoldtoday.com and get a free consultation. <clears throat> Let them know that the Red Pill Project sent you. Definitely. Um, yeah, definitely not a thing. I still do buy a little bit of silver here and there. If I have to, I'll go buy junk silver because it's just slightly cheaper. And I know a guy who has a shitload of it and he has no problem getting rid of it. <laughs> nice. <Just> like... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Junk silver, for those of you who don't know, is just minted coins, like quarters, old quarters and dimes and stuff like that, that have yeah. uh, about 50% silver. It's like 60 40. But anyway. Yeah. Let's move on. Let's finance, do it. Finance, finance. We're all still poor. Uh, <laughs> I well, know, right? Most of us. Yeah. But if we if we do this right, we can come out rich on the other side. Right. Of things. Don't be a victim. We could uh, position ourselves for success here. Which exactly? I feel like I'm on the ramp up. I'm like, in ten years, my dream might be true. I want you know. You know, I think so too. I I really have a lot of hope. You know, I don't know what's going to happen in the short term. Things are looking pretty ugly and pretty scary and everything like that. But I'm strong and I'm smart and I'm capable. And I have confidence in myself and my abilities to survive this and come out stronger and better on the other side of it. You know? Yeah, don't be a victim. That's a real... A lot of it's just a mental attitude. You know, mm -hmm. if you have that mental attitude of winning, you're going to. If you're... Um, it's like I tell my kid. I'm like, don't be a victim. Yeah. I Take the things that, that happen... Yeah, exactly. Take the bad things that happen to you and turn them into a positive, you know? Exactly. Use it as a learning experience. Say, okay, well, I, I messed up this time, but I know what not to do next time. Yeah, Cindy W. said, oh, it's another t-shirt. We're all still poor. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, I ain't rich yet. <laughs> I wasn't born rich, and I'm not rich now. I spent Maybe all I'll my... die rich. <laughs> or how about a shirt that's like, I spent all my en extra income on this t-shirt. Yeah, right. <laughs> this is my I'm poor shirt. <laughs> All right. Um, <laughs> so actually, we, uh, we, uh, we do oh, want to come ahead. out with some t-shirts. We should. Uh, we need to get that ball rolling. We've been so freaking busy. We haven't been able to launch any merch for you guys, but we'd like to. I know. And we're, we're in the process of trying to redo the website, too. So we need to get going on that. We have a lot of projects in the works and we're stuff. It's busy. just hard to... Uh, try, coordinate everything. <laughs> let's we'll try to get on track with that. Maybe get a coffee coffee cup or two or a shirt or two out there for y'all. And I've got well. a I super cool one. coffee cup for all you all you gals out there who enjoy coffee. Yeah, it's super cool. we did design them. We're, we did design work. We just have to pull the trigger and get them ordered and see what they look like and if we like them. I need to just order one. I just need to go in and just buy it and order it for myself and have it shipped here and then start using it. <sighs> So, My problem is I like these great big coffee cups and uh, right. I find a regular coffee cup. I'm like, yeah. I don't need no stinking coffee cup. I'm like, give me a jug of the stuff. Right. Um, so we'll work on it. We'll work on it. I'll let you know as soon as we have our, our, our ducks in a row or our red pills in a row. But let's jump in. We got a little bit of U.S. news, world news, and other stuff here. Do you want to look at what's happening over... Uh, sure. Looks like we have a fraud alert. Fraud alert! Fraud alert! Get, I bet you, get, you can't guess what this fraud alert is regarding. 
fraud. Hmm, when I think of fraud, what do I think of? And if you said elections, you'd be right. <laughs> Uh, Maricopa County GOP chair refuses requests to appoint signature challengers on early ballots. Massive fraud expected. So it says this is how they steal. Every ballot will be processed regardless of its legitimacy. According to sources within the Maricopa County GOP, the county chairwoman has refused requests by the Arizona GOP to appoint one or more early ballot challengers before the 2022 primary elected in Arizona. How can this be lawful? The Arizona GOP recently became aware that the county GOPs have not used their power to appoint early ballot challengers, according to a letter asking county chairmen to make these appointments before the next election. These challengers are different from regular poll watchers. They are tasked with challenging early ballot signatures according to the Arizona Secretary of State's Signature Verification Guide. We, and it says, quote, we suggest that you take steps to ensure that early ballot challengers will be able to observe the signatures on unopened early ballot envelopes and the signatures that they are being compared to and that a record will be made of which voters envelopes were challenged, states the letter obtained by the Gateway Pundit. According to multiple sources, Maricopa County GOP Chairwoman Mickey Nilland refuses to fulfill this request to secure mail-in voting. So what they want are people, yeah, exactly. They want people that can take these ballots. Some of these envelopes don't have signatures on them at all. Some of them have scribbles on them. And so when you, in a lot of different states, and I'm assuming Arizona is one of them. um, Remember the erroneous, just like pen marks too? Right, exactly. There's a lot of different things. And so when when you fill out your voter registration in a lot of these states you have to sign something that signature your signature gets entered into the computer and it's part of the voter rolls and so what they do is they've got this electronic record and they look at the envelope the signature on the envelope and they look at the signature that's on the voter rolls and they should match or be pretty close like people don't vary in their signature too much like you could take my signature from 20 years okay let's say 15 years ago and my signature today and it for the most part still looks very similar like i'm older and lazier now with my signature than i was when i was younger but for the most part you can look at it and go okay yes this person definitely signed this it's like a fingerprint and they they want the fraud don't want they don't want people to do this because they can't cheat this way yeah so if you're in arizona more specifically maricopa county i would suggest calling these people and throwing a fit and what the heck is mickey Nillen's issue here i'm looking her up and she seems like she's retweeting um people getting arrested for fraud and this kind of stuff is this just a sheep in wolf's clothing or a wolf in sheep's clothing rather probably I mean, these people, look at what they've done. They've fooled all of us, right? They've led us to believe, oh, we're GOP, we're Republicans, we're good people, vote for us. And they're, and they're not. They do just enough to maintain that conservative tag, but um, really they're, they're nothing more than glorified Democrats. Nothing more than communist crooks. I wouldn't even say Democrats. I would say progressives and communists. 
Yeah. That's probably uh, what it boils down yeah, to. Progressive commies. Ah, oh, terrible, yep. terrible, terrible. So expect a lot of fraud coming up, you guys. Um, oh, yeah, because well, all... this isn't the only story we have regarding election stuff. No, look at this. Maryland election voting machines are not working. No results expected tonight. This is from yeah, last that night. That was published last night. Local news in Maryland is reporting that some precincts weren't ready this morning because the voting machines weren't ready, ready, reportedly because of polling issues. The results of today's elections aren't expected until tomorrow. Local NBC ABC7 reported at 7 a.m. Officials tell us that in the late least in at least two locations, voting machines were not working. As long as an hour after the polls opened, the sites affected were Charles Carroll Middle School in New Carlton, and Hoyer Early Childhood Learning Center in Cheverly. It's not clear how many residents were waiting in line at the time of the issue. The live broadcast says we probably won't have results tonight. Right. No Imagine that. There. You would think, you would think that um, if you've got an election coming up, you would do all of this work before the election day. Now, a lot of these are just primary elections. Um, Still. So we haven't gotten to the general election yet. But if there's this level of cheating in the primaries, what do you think the general election is going to look like? It's going to be a fraud fest, just like I really, I really have, no, and and I plan on voting. Let me just make that clear. I plan on doing my civic duty and voting. Um, but I really don't expect this to be a fair or honest election. To be quite know. honest with you, no, I think people are going to vote multiple times uh illegally of course and uh there's going to be a a random flood in some voting locations um somebody said it right here uh m fans oops too many people showed up to vote for people we didn't want freeze the machines pretty yeah exactly all kinds of fraud um -hmm. fake ballots and how much you want to bet that this was a heavy republican area maybe maybe uh, either way, either way, it needs to be a fair election, right? Um, it does, but I don't think it's going to be. No, I don't think so either. This is a terrible, terrible state of affairs. They're yep. going to put they're going to put their puppet in with whatever it takes. Uh, but well, there is some good news coming up, though. Is this the next story? Our next story. Dun, 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 dun. This is in your neck of the woods. Uh oh. What? Washington State GOP activists organize ballot drop box surveillance teams. Democrats shriek in horror at the thought of traffickers getting caught on video. Good for you, Washington State. Yay! I just imagined like this news being put out there and then just hearing like the shriek of like a <laughs> Washington State Democrats are furious after Republican activists announced they are organizing surveillance teams to record ballot drop boxes in the state. For years since Washington State, like its neighbor Oregon, started their mail-in ballot schemes, no Republican has won statewide office for some reason. Imagine that. Better yet, Democrats in the state passed legislation that allows people to drop off legal mail-in ballots for other voters with no restrictions. And you wonder why Democrats keep winning. But now Democrats are very worried that their ballot traffickers will be caught on camera like in the battleground states in 2020. Democrats are using the old stale line that this is voter intimidation. Always remember, to Democrats, securing elections equals voter intimidation. Republican activists in Washington state are 
organizing surveillance of election ballot drop boxes, raising concerns about possible voter intimidation. Signs were posted over the weekend near ballot boxes in several Seattle area locations with red letters warning the boxes are under surveillance and saying that accepting money for harvesting or depositing ballots may violate federal law, the Seattle Times reported. A scannable code on the signs leads to the King County Republican Party website and a form encouraging people to submit election incident reports, including photos and video. King County election spokesperson Haley Watkins said the office received several reports about the signs and called the signs a little bit worrying. While it's legal for people to observe the county, county's ballot boxes, Watkins said King County Elections has notified the county prosecutor's office to check on the legality of the effort. Washington state Washington law allows people to drop off legal mail-in ballots for other voters with no restrictions. Stop so. intimidating criminals from being able to commit crimes. Yep. Oh my gosh. So, you know, this is, I mean, this is I good news. Go. I'm coming out of Washington of all places. I want to do this. Right. You should. I might just carve out a day and go chill. I'll bring right? binoculars. Right, and just take pictures. Too. Be like, hey, can you hold up your ballots for me? Can you fan them out so I can take pictures of <laughs> them? <laughs> yeah, the I'll problem, be like, the... it should just be, you just make it like I am public moral support for voting and have an American flag and then just have the camera. Like, yay. You should get some of those stickers that says I voted today and be like, <laughs> hey, can I take a picture of you and we'll hold up a sticker and I'll give you a sticker. <laughs> and then for anybody I catch cheating, I'll have I voted today again stickers. <laughs> <laughs> I voted a lot today. <laughs> Uh, uh, I'm more uh, I'm more democratic than you. I voted a hundred times. <laughs> right. <laughs> I love democracy so much. Yeah, exactly. Save our democracy. Uh, I love it when people say that. Okay. Court packing house Dems demand four new seats on Supreme Court. They want to pack the courts, people. They do. Yeah, they have a problem with it, but then when it comes to them, they love it. It's like, they're like, they, even aren't they talking about um, totally just shitting on the system? They're like, we they are. It. So in here, it says Republican politicians made controlling the judicial judicial branch part of their platform, adding that the court has gone rogue and become a radical institution. The lawmakers also emphasize that the longevity of the lifelong terms the sitting justices are now serving makes action to expand the court more urgent. Mm. Of 72-year-old conservative Justice Samuel Alito, Johnson said, you can see the gleam in his eyes as he thinks about what he wants to do to decimate the rights of people and put us back in the dark ages. Jesus Christ. Yeah. So the problem is, is that they also go on to state in here that... Um, they, where did it say it? Uh, da, 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 da. It says it in here. Oh, the Supreme Court is, quote, making decisions that usurp the power of the legislative and executive branches. Okay. Um, no. So stop the checks they, and balances. Yeah, they, they want to stop the checks and balances. That's what the Supreme Court is doing, is when your executive and your legislative branch become tyrannical you've got that checks and balance system there 
to say, no, you can't do this. We're going to stop it. And that's what the judicial branch is supposed to do. Did you do you know how many people in the United States don't know the three branches of government? Oh, shit. Probably 225 million. Um, I would say more like two thirds, but whatever that number is. <laughs> that's about, yeah, that's about right. Yep. Yeah. They don't know. If you, if you don't know what the three branches of government are, you should probably look it up. But I'm sure most people here in our audience do. Judicial, executive, legislative. It'll be on Friday's test, by the way. Right. I'm going to quiz my kid on it later, too. So, so. also the BRICS nations. The BRICS nations and the three... The three uh, <laughs> right. And the three legislative branches we of the should, American government. We should take a red pill, a red pill quiz. Take that would be fun. Quiz. What's your score? How red pilled are you? <laughs> right. <laughs> How well do you know? But this is not going to be fair for the people that you know don't live in the United States, like our Canadians and brothers and sisters. Even though oh, yeah. some of them seem to know our constitution <laughs> better do. than most people they that do. live here. <laughs> I know. I've had conversations with Insomniac where she's just like, she's on it. She gets it. It's crazy because they're yeah. watching the world crumble with us. And no, I will. I will admit if you give me a. I, I'm, you know, I used to hate American government when I was in high school, right? Me like, too. I hated I'm, I'm, anything with it that had to do with politics. I hated it. I hated education. I was a terrible student and all this kind of stuff. Oh, I loved education. Oh. I, I hated school. I loved yeah. learning. Okay. Um, I get that. I get that. Yes. Right. I, I and that. so, for me, I had to do, I had to do American government twice because the first time around, have you ever watched The Wonder Years with that teacher that talks like this? He's very boring and Okay. A lot of people, I'm sure, know who I'm talking about. Okay. That was my American government teacher. So you take an already boring subject and you put a boring teacher that oh. talks monotonous and that doesn't have any tone of voice whatsoever. And I fell asleep uh-huh. and failed my American class for some round. So I got to take it twice. <laughs> so you know Which it. really sucks, but yeah. I know a lot now. Yeah, I was great after I left public schools as well. Isn't that weird? Yeah, it's amazing how much I've learned since I left school. Dude, I knew they were trying to freaking indoctrinate me, and I hated it. I was like, this is sketchy. I I was already a little conspiracy theorist. I was like... Well, I have been my whole entire life. My family, you know, that's why half of my family never believed anything I said. They're like, okay, she's a conspiracy theorist talking again. (laughs) They're like, let's listen to her. She's kind of crazy. Kind of crazy. I am a little bit crazy. In a good way, though. Like a fun crazy. <laughs> good crazy. Correct crazy. Crazy for good reason. Anyway. <laughs> uh, well, that's funny. They said the schools in Canada teach American stuff. Our schools here do not teach anything about Canadian the Canadian mm-hmm. stuff. Like, I know absolutely nothing about the Canadian government other than nope. um, – it's still attached to the crown somehow. They like, don't, don't even teach us the provinces. They don't teach us the provinces. They don't teach us the history. They don't teach us anything about Canada. And I got the tail yeah. end of what was considered like a normal education. Yeah, I think what you get as far as like Canadian history are these are the people that didn't make it into the United States. That's about what you get yeah. when it comes to Canadian history. They're like, it's there. They're our neighbor. They're really nice people. <laughs> There's not very many of them. Like That's about more, what you get. I think I got more education about Canadians from South Park than I did from any school. Yeah, I, I knew pretty much nothing about. I still pretty much know nothing about Canada. I'm sorry. I, I 
I know that their elections are like the UK. Oh, see, I don't know how. I think I could be wrong. Yeah. I don't know. I heard. I, I I honestly don't have the foggiest idea. But they're stolen anyway, so. I, I yeah, I agree with that. I think all of our elections are stolen all across the globe. I don't know anything about Sri Lanka politics either, but I'm pretty sure that their election just got stolen. It would be cool if the U.S. and Canada came together. Yeah, I agree. Well, right. as long as we could get rid of Biden and Trudeau. That's what I mean. Come together under the people. Right. Anyway, let's yeah. get to the next story Would here. we call that Can America? American Canerica? Canerica? Americanita. <laughs> Americana? <laughs> uh, New York City's social safety nets are being strained by an influx of asylum seekers from Latin America and being bussed in by Arizona, Texas, and the feds, according to Mayor Adams. Mayor Adams, you love illegals. What's the problem, buddy? They hate. I don't agree with this busing illegals around. I think they should be bussed back to Mexico, but yeah, it's I funny. Agree. Again, we see this. The Republicans are pushing these illegals out of their areas and into Democrat areas, and the Democrats are just like... What are you doing? It's shameful. Yeah, you guys are so That's irresponsible. That's what Corrine, so that Jean-Corrine Pierre or whatever, whoever oh. the hell the press secretary, Slapjack Patty's replacement, that's what I was going to call her. Um... <laughs> She, um, she's like, it's just shameful what they're doing. No, it's shameful what you are doing. Yeah. And what your party is doing. That's yeah. shameful. It's shameful, corrupt, crooked, evil, disgusting, and, uh, fake. Mm-hmm. Fake. All right, a little bit of world news. A lot of world news. <clears throat> I went a little wild this morning. I'm sorry. We might go over if you have time. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm fine. Um, the World Health Organization reopens negotiations on global pandemic treaty for equitable, inclusive, universal health care. This is creepy. Health care isn't about health. If you guys have listened to the Daily Dose when we've had doctors on, Saeed Hader was on recently, uh, Mark Sherwood has been on dozens of times. The health care system is not about health or care. It's about sick, not caring for some people but you know it's kind of scary that they're opening that back up because like that was supposed to be gone and so we should know by friday or monday the latest kind of what has come of that and guess where they're meeting geneva switzerland they want an agreement to strengthen pandemic prevention preparedness and response they want to lock you down is what they're trying to figure out how can we Mm -hmm. take the rights of the people they're yeah the WHO member states have signed assigned the Intergovernmental Negotiating Body to complete this draft of the pandemic treaty by August 2022. Upon approval, WHO Director General Tedros, uh, who was a leader of a terrorist organization in South Africa, and any of his successors who would have unrestricted authority to implement WHO regulations, unelected, paid for by China, supported by globalists, corrupt, yeah. crooked people are... And in there, did you see the part about not waiting to plan the next pandemic? No. The world cannot afford to wait until the pandemic is over to start planning for the next one. Of course, when we saw the SPARS papers. 
Right, yeah. and that's exactly what Joe Biden said in his speech. So they're planning no, to release no. a freaking virus. It's obvious. I don't think that they've released it yet. I think they're getting ready to though. Yeah, they're already starting the narrative with the uptick in COVID cases. Right, people are yeah. sick. You got to get your booster and all of this stuff. And I think that they're setting up to release something else. Um, don't know what it is yet, Could but. I ain't getting stupid vaccine. We're seeing a little bit of war stuff. I'm not either. Hell no. Yeah. Over my dead body. Yeah, Um, we're going into world news now. The, um, we have massive uprising. uh, A massive uprising erupts in Panama over inflation and deteriorating economic conditions. I didn't know this. I didn't either, you know, but it just goes to show you that this isn't happening in just the United States and Canada or Europe, you know, that's happening in other places around the world too. You know, you're seeing this, some of this in like Sri Lanka, and now you're seeing it in Panama. And so you've got the Middle East that's being affected by this, parts of Asia, South America. Um, this is really a global. Holy mackerel, look at that. Yeah. yeah, they're like, we're poor, we're hungry, the government's People are corrupt. tired. Yeah, people are tired yeah. of this, you know? That's a good group. The streets are a little bit congested. Okay, I'm crossing, I'm crossing Panama off of my list of places that I might want to move to. <laughs> oh, hell no. <laughs> yeah, no. I was like, I'll be honest, it was on my list because of its, you know, relaxed gun laws. <laughs> oh, okay. War drums are beating. China condemns U.S. warship passage through Taiwan Strait. China on Wednesday slammed Washington as a destroyer of peace in the Taiwan Strait following the latest in a series of passages by U.S. warships through the waterway. Beijing views Taiwan as part of its territory to be retaken one day. Probably one day soon. This is me adding my conjecture. Um... All right, so yeah, just more continuous, um, what do we call this, tensions over there by Taiwan. Um, This is wild. Yeah, so it says 6 time p.m. Wickremesinghe wins Sri Lanka presidency. So Sri Lanka's six-time Prime Minister, Raniel W., (laughs) was on Wednesday overwhelmingly elected as president to replace... Gotabayata Rajapaska, who fled the crisis, racked country, and resigned last week. Official results showed him with pulled 134 votes in a three-cornered parliamentary vote with his main opponent, Dulas Alaparuma, getting 82 and leftist just three, giving notice, him an absolute majority on his first preferences. Uh, notice anything about this picture? Of, uh, He's got the World Economic Forum thing behind him, which is why I commented earlier that I think Sri Lanka's president's presidential election was just stolen, too. Yeah, he's a World Economic Forum crony. They put him right in, and guess what he came out and said? He said, if you try to overthrow the government, we're going to throw the book at you. <laughs> yeah, he's like... If you try to topple the government, occupy the president's office and the prime minister's office, that is not democracy, and we will deal with them firmly. Dude, he's worried. 
they should rise up and get them the hell out of there. We don't want these globalists in charge. We don't believe these elections are fair. How is it that everybody just happens to elect every globalist leader or whatever? It's not real. It's fake elections, fake democracy. They need to do exactly the same thing that they did to the last one and get him the hell out of there. Yeah, I agree. And keep doing that. If they install another freaking puppet in there, do the same thing. Again, keep doing it until they understand that we're not going to give up. That's the problem is that we do stuff like this and then they just install one of their other puppets. They're good to it. We'll just put another puppet in there. And everybody's like, oh, we guess we lost. It's like, no. Oh, well. It's like the whole Gavin Newsom thing, right? He got, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Vince, help me out here. My brain is drawing a blank. I don't know. He got, he lost his, they recalled him. Oh. And then he got reelected. Yeah. It's like, what the hell? Those people in California should have started immediately started another recall notice, done it all over again, said, no, we're not going to give up until we get him out of here and keep him out of here. Yeah. And if he would have got reelected again, you'd do it all over. I don't care if it takes you a dozen times of recalling the bastard. You just keep at it. Like, when we give up like this, we're never going to win. Ever. Yeah. They really have the system under their thumb. It's terrible. Yeah. Um, Russia, 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 Russia. Russia. Lavrov says that Russian military in Ukraine is no longer focused only on the east. And Lavrov said that the Russia peace talks with Ukraine make no sense now. No, they really don't. He's not wrong. Yeah, the communication was open for a time. Ukraine spit at that thought and spit and spit and spit refused 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 and now they're saying uh russia peace talks with ukraine make no sense now lavrov i believe he's russian russia said wednesday that holding peace talks with ukraine made no sense in the current situation as moscow presses ahead with its offensive in the pro-western country it doesn't make sense in the current situation foreign minister sergey lavrov lavrov told state media in, in an interview referring to peace talks with kiev Lavrov said the first rounds of talks with Ukraine proved that Kiev had no desire to discuss anything in earnest. They simply will be able to articulate. They simply will never be able to articulate anything that would deserve the serious attention of serious people. He added, "We're already. We've already figured it out. Talks between Russia and Ukraine largely ground to a halt in mid-April." Lavrov said. Russia's top diplomat also said that Moscow's military aims in Ukraine were no longer focused only on the country's east, adding that supplies of Western weapons had changed the Kremlin's calculus. Russian President Vladimir Putin sent ships to Ukraine on February 24th. Remember that? I do. I do. So they're saying because all these Western countries are sending so many weapons and cash to Ukraine, we're extending our war to the rest of Ukraine, essentially, or the Western part. So expect more booms out of Ukraine quite literally as more weapons are destroyed and as an offensive against Russia continues with all these weapons that Ukraine is receiving which they're scheduled to receive more from the U.S. this week. They are, And Russia has made it a point to now target those specifically. Yeah, and we saw a plane go, we saw a cargo plane crash into Italy from Ukraine with weapons on it. Right, and I assume that there probably was. Yeah. Yeah. 
you know, everybody keeps saying that Russia's losing this war, but this next story I think goes to show you that they're really not. The uh, EU moves to unblock Russian bank funds to boost food trade. So the EU is preparing to carve out exceptions in its tough sanctions against Moscow that would unblock assets of Russian banks linked to trade in food and fertilizer, a document showed on Tuesday. Member countries want to make it abundantly clear that there is nothing in the sanctions that is slowing the transport of grain out of Russia or Ukraine, an EU diplomat told AFP on condition of anonymity. The EU's proposal is part of the bloc's latest sanction update that is being negotiated by member states. It will require unanimous approval to enter into force. The derogation would be available to banks already blacklisted by EU sanctions when, according to the draft plan, such funds or economic resources are necessary for the purchase, import, or transport of agricultural and food products, including wheat and fertilizers. It comes as Brussels battles Moscow's allegation that Western sanctions and not its invasion of Ukraine are causing a global food crisis. One EU diplomat said allowing the food exception was completely understandable. Shipments across the Black Sea have been blocked both by Russian warships and mines Kyiv has laid to avert a feared amphibious assault. The food shortages have raised the risk of famine for tens of millions of people in poorer nations, particularly in Africa, where leaders have complained to the EU about making bank- about the banking sanctions. The United States said last week that it would not bar the sale of farm equipment to Russia nor prohibit the trade of agricultural commodities such as fertilizer. Since February, when Russia invaded Ukraine, the EU has deployed an escalating series of six sanction packages against Moscow, with the latest intended to close loopholes. The EU is also targeting Russian gold exports to fulfill a decision agreed by the world's most industrialized nations at a G7 meeting in late June. EU envoys are expected to decide on the measure at a meeting on Wednesday morning with an announcement later in the day or Thursday, so we could potentially be hearing about this later today. Hungarian Premier Viktor Orban, the closest EU leader to the Kremlin, last week slammed the EU's sanction policy, arguing that Europe had shot itself in the lungs by hurting Europeans more than Russians. He's not wrong. And, you know, I think what we're seeing is the snake eating its own tail and doing this. They realize, everybody say hi to Kevin. Um, I think they realize that what they've done is hurt their people and it's pissing their citizens off. Kind of like it is here in the United States. We see what these sanctions have done. So you're on mute. It wasn't even a month ago when they forced Russia to default on their payments and yep. refused to take the money or ref- their bank refused to distribute the money that Russia had paid for that for that debt. And now they're going back there. This is a total loss for Europe. Yeah, it really is. And, you know, um, the United States is still the only one that's kind of holding strong. But they're like, well, we'll continue selling farm equipment to Russia. You know, you're even starting to see them back off because I think that they realize that people aren't going to put up with this. You've got, um, I mean, look at Europe with the Netherlands and Germany and Italy and those people standing up and fighting back and the the farmers saying, no, we're not going to allow this. We're not retarded. We're not going to. Yeah, exactly. We're going to stop you. We don't care what it takes. And so, you know, we, we just have to keep up the momentum of this. So, EU. And, yeah, they're pretty much, I think they're screwed. I think that it sounds to me, at least, like they're coming to the realization that this whole Great Reset is not a great 
anything. They don't have the upper hand compared to the Axis powers. Yeah. I honestly think that the United States is, at this point in time, set up for more success regarding the Great Reset than anywhere else in the world. Because there's so many sheep here. Uh, where where are the protests here? True. Except for by the leftists. Is anybody standing up and doing anything? No. Saying anything? Protesting anything? I sure am not seeing anything in my areas. People are no. just like, it's just things are going to get tough, but we'll get through it. Cause it's like, You're do right. you realize what's coming down the road? And people are like, no, I don't see anything. We it's not in the news. We've seen more protests in Canada. Right, exactly. Except we had January 6th, <laughs> but that was really a speech slash protest, but that was infiltrated, obviously. And I think people, I think that I think that they were successful with January 6th in the fact that they scared the shit out of millions of people, and nobody's like, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to sit in jail for years without a trial and have all my rights and my due processes stripped away from me. And that's exactly what that was designed for. That was the only thing that that was designed to do was scare Americans into compliance. And it worked. And because of that, we're losing. Yeah. It's sad, man. It's really sad. I think you might be right on that, although I want to debate you, but you make good points. Um. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe someday we will. (laughs) Um, this last one is just so sad. I don't want to talk about it too much, but I saw this a couple of weeks ago. Somebody who worked at a uh, casket manufacturing place owned by their family for generations basically put this information out. I don't know if this is the source of this article, but they say that the, this casket manufacturer says that order for children's caskets are flooding in. And from what I read about one particular incident of this is the owner of this casket company said, We've never had a bulk order of under five foot caskets. However, one just came in. So they're ordering bulk under five foot caskets, which if you know anything about caskets, hopefully you don't, then you'll know that this means that these are caskets for children. Why? And this has only been since the rollout of the mandated Japs. Yeah, just since. Because they said that there's. Yep, they said that pretty much death rates don't increase or decrease. They pretty much stay on a level, you know, I mean, you're going to have unfortunate things happen in this world and children die prematurely and it's catastrophic and it's devastating and it should never happen, but it does all the time. But those numbers pretty much stay pretty regular. Yeah. Unless Um, there's a huge anomaly, which would be, what do they call that? Uh, Six Sigma event which is yeah. where the data just doesn't match what it should. And that there means there's a, something happening. Something is causing an uptick in children dying. The only thing we have to look at that makes the most sense is the damn vaccine. It's obvious. Yeah. Well, and they said that, I think what they were saying was that for every five adult coffins, there's one to two on average one to two children's coffins are ordered and now what they're seeing is that for every five adult coffins there's four children's coffins holy mackerel so they're dying Um, as much as 80 year olds yeah he said that compared to 2019 
Compared to 2019, CASPA sales are currently between 30 to 40% higher than usual. So that's an all over total. Um, and he says children ages six to 12 are supposed to be among the healthiest human beings. And yet they are now dropping like flies ever since the injections were authorized for their demographic. Now these are the sizes we are selling, Haddock bemoans. Children don't just die. It doesn't happen, never in history. And he's great. I saw somebody post on Twitter this morning something that um, relates directly to this. Uh, let me see if I can pull it up. They said, um, last night we treated a seven-year-old little girl for multiple blood clots in her legs. Then we found more in her lungs. Now in PICU surgery later today. We're very worried. Mom asked if it was because of the jabby jab. I was very transparent with her. Reporting it in VARES today. Seven years old. Yeah. This is a Twitter account called Emergency Room RN. At RN Emergency. Yeah. Uh, looks like it's getting quite a bit of attention. So sad. It, as it should. I mean, quite honestly, um, you're never going to hear about this in the news. Nope. Never. Not in the fake news. And, you have to go to the no. decentralized media like this. Um, to get any type of truth that's sad but yeah yeah. well that's all the news we have for today there's plenty more trust us however uh, there's only so much time in the day and uh, Josh will be on tonight with the daily dose uh, hump day dose uh, tonight 5.30pm pacific 8.30pm eastern time tune in to Joshua Reed on all the red pill channels to hear his analysis of the unfolding global conspiracy communism coming to America all of this all the things happening in today's world uh, things are going to continue to break we just are scratching the surface here this morning so tune in tonight um, I'll probably be there and Hopefully there's some information about this whole Joe Biden climate executive order thing. I think we'll hear I think we'll have it today. So, He's supposed to be speaking today. I forgot to mention that. He may be speaking now. He may have already done it. I didn't check his schedule, but he's set to speak on the climate decision today. Huge. That's gonna be huge. So we'll we'll cover yeah. it tonight. Um, as long as something happens. Can't wait. Andrea, thank you so much for being my partner in truth. In these fucked up troubling times but we got to make the best of it definitely we can't be victims we got to stay vigilant and we certainly are and uh shout out to all the listeners out there who support decentralized news and media who are along with us on this ride and trying to figure out what the hell's going on we appreciate all of your input thank you for everybody who goes over to rumble and comments make sure if you're over there you hit that plus sign on rumble give us a little bit of kudos there uh, we appreciate all the feedback that we get from you guys. Um, yeah. Thank you, Kim. Kim is always so supportive. Um, she agrees with you on the protesting bit. She left a comment saying she hates to say it, but it should be the American men organizing and protesting primarily. Sure, I agree. I, agree. I 100% agree with that. Yeah, we've got a huge problem. Um Thank you, everybody. Again, I guess that's it, and that's that. Andrea, do you have a, any parting words for the Red Pill family? Uh, just, you know, try to keep your head up and try to swim through the jello as much as you can and 
you know, just remember, you know, if you can't get through today very easily with any motivation, there's always tomorrow. <laughs> so always tomorrow. just do the, you know, just do the best you can and know that you're not alone in all of this. We're, we're right here with you. We're going through the same exact thing and we'll all get through this. Yeah. Try to keep that mindset positive. Yeah. Uh, you could find us and other people over on the social red pill everybody so go to www.socialredpill.com and join the red pill family over there uh it's a nice place to share information to share memes to share your life stories reach out to people get their opinions get thoughts run polls it's a great social network check it out www.socialredpill.com we'd love to see you there and uh thank you all again we'll be back again tomorrow morning 8 30 p.m. I'm sorry, 8.30 a.m. <laughs> Pacific. 8.30 a.m. Pacific. Uh, 8.30 a.m. Pacific, Pacific, 11.30 a.m. Eastern. <sighs> we'll, get, we'll get it figured out. We'll be here tomorrow morning like we always are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thank you all for your support. We appreciate it. We look forward to seeing you again soon. God bless. Take care. Bye, guys.